0: the podcast you are about to listen to is explicit and may not be suitable for children some content may be triggering and graphic these stories are real and as we all know real can sometimes be hard to look at however it is necessary for healing and growth
1: Welcome to Stumbling
2: Through Enlightenment. I'm Jason.
0: And I am Laurie.
2: And I'm Edward. Every day we are working through our shit, and today we invite you to work through some of yours with us. Let me give you
1: a quick rundown of what we're going to do in today's episode. The first part of the episode is where Ed, Laurie, and I talk about what's going on in our day-to-day lives, and where you'll be able to hear how we support each other's growth. During the second portion, Lori, Ed, and I will have a deep-dive discussion topic ranging from self-awareness, metaphysics, mental health, personal discovery, and much more. During the third portion of the show, we're going to do a segment called Off the Rails. This is the funnier side of the podcast, where we talk about Lori's trippy dreams, top ten lists, and all the weird and wild things we come up with along the way. So what's been going
0: on for Lori this week? Oh, gosh. Or in general. Yeah, in general. Well, geez, there's been a lot of things going on, but recently I just lost my aunt. I'm
1: sorry to hear that. Yeah. Thanks. Were you guys close?
0: Well, we had been when I was young. We'd been very close. And then we had a period of um, family bullshit, because my family has a lot of bullshit. Yeah. Um, and then I did have the opportunity to, uh, get back together with her and pretend nothing happened because that's what we do in my family. Well, that's like most families in that situation. So I'm grateful that we were able to, to do that and pretend that nothing had happened. Um, but, um, yeah, we got to pretend that it didn't happen and we had a couple good, couple good years. Nice. But it's the, the hard thing is like. God it brings up a lot of shit, yeah, um, like what what do you mean? Well, she had cancer, so there was uh she died at home being hospiced, and that just brings up every time I've done that, you know, with my people in my immediate life, so yeah, like when you lost your parents yeah when when were I was, they on
1: hospice as well, yeah. Both yeah. of
0: them, yeah. 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 So, yeah. And Bruce. Okay. Oh, that's right, your friend. He was a friend of yours, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, my best friend. So, yeah, they were on hospice and we helped them. We were, you know, I was the caregiver and hospice helped me, but yeah. I was the main caregiver and it just brought all of that back up. Yeah. So, in the middle of... Having my feelings around my aunt, and that's sad. And you know, it's my mom's sister, so it's like, yeah. So they're all gone, you know. Yeah. And my dad's family, his brother and his sister and him are all gone. And it. So you're it. My, me and my cousins. Yeah. We're the with that generation now.
1: That's what happened when we lost my, my father. Yeah. We're now the we're we're next. Yeah. And it's right. fucking freaky.
0: Fucks with you a little bit, it doesn't it?
1: Really does. It really does. I saw you had said something about that in our either our chat or online or something. Yeah. And I completely yeah, when you and I were talking. That. Yeah wow i and haven't have yet to really talk to somebody else
2: who's experienced this so yeah this is interesting yeah because i still have all of my older family well not all of them but a decent amount of them are still there so i yeah. haven't i haven't faced that yet
0: yeah when you realize that you've just capped yeah you're at the cap like yeah. you right. are that generation um
1: you are the oldest generation of your family right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah it's trippy It is. It fucks with your head. It does. Yeah.
0: Which brings me to, you know, looking at my own mortality and with my, with my faith and what I know to be true in my heart and the, what I believe, I'm not afraid of death in any way, shape or form. You know what I'm afraid of? What? Leaving my kid you know yeah, that and, and
2: you and Mike are close. We're very like, we're close. Really close. He's yeah. my only
0: child and he doesn't have siblings and right. uh and we're friends, we like each other. Right, that's always know? a plus, you know. So you know, he he was a good kid, so I didn't create an enemy. He didn't hate me growing up. Right. Cuz there wasn't a lot for us to battle about, honestly. He was a pretty good kid. And um I mean, we've battled, believe me, he's an air sign, and I'm a fire sign.
2: <laughs> but
0: you know, nothing that's like so big that it that it puts a wedge in a relationship or anything. So yeah, we're we're friends, we're close. we and I think to myself, gosh, he doesn't have siblings.
2: so it's almost like he's well, it's not almost he's gonna be on his own. yeah,
0: he doesn't have a dad, so to speak, yeah. you know, and the men in his life that he was close to are gone, you know? Right. Timmy's gone. Bruce is gone. So um, that freaks me out a little bit, you know? Like, and then I find myself having these weird thoughts, like, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, I'm my mom and my dad, I think. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, hopefully he'll find a nice woman. And then I'm like, oh, what the my fuck God. are you doing? Oh, my God. What are you doing, Lori? You're being... Your parents right now, but it's that whole. I don't want him to be alone. Well, what about Cade? Cade? Right, he's got. He he does have like he's he's got his. He's got a good. He's got his
1: mates. Solid group of friends. He does. Yeah, he does. I mean, he's not alone. Right, he's not alone he will be well supported. Yeah. And, and uh, you're not planning on dying anytime soon are you?
0: No, I think honestly, I really have always felt I'm going to be an old lady. Yeah. I've just always like I have this picture in my mind's eye of being this old wrinkled up lady. Yeah. Um 120 130 that's what you and Michael are trying to push me that's, to. I mean, that's but... what we've been
2: saying on and off, you know, for the last, you know, how many ever years. But
0: I'm seeing at least a good 80. Okay. Well, you know, you know. I, I think at least 80. 120. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I got 29 years to see what they give us for technology. Right. Right. See if they find I any miracle cures or bionic pills. bionic woman, you know. Yeah, I could become the bionic woman. Who knows? Well, you know, or... they're
1: just like you and myself. And Edward, yeah. who have all lost a parent,
0: Mike will continue to live on. And that's what I keep telling myself. I'm like, you know, I lost my parents young, and here I am. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> so I know Michael's like not young. Yeah. He's. <laughs> You know, what yeah, I mean? he's thirty he's... So he'll be thirty three. Yeah, yeah, so
2: he's not he's not a you know, a spring chicken. He's and...
0: not a baby, but I'll right. tell you about moms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, it's good to lose you. Yeah, when if if he was eighty and I was still alive, he'd still be you my baby. baby. Yeah. yeah, that's just a yeah. thing about moms. So yeah, so I think about that, you know, I'm like, I want Mike to be and I really encourage him to be emotionally healthy and to deal with his feelings. So I'm hoping that he's not as emotionally retarded by the time I die as I was when my parents passed. I and mean, then he's able to move with He without... already isn't. Yeah, <laughs> right. he's already healthier, yeah.
1: much healthier. You've raised a very healthy, emotionally healthy young man.
0: Isn't it? I, I don't know how I managed to, to do well, it. I mean, that's <laughs> that's
1: the key of life, right? I mean, there's nothing emotionally healthy about me, but my kids are great. Yeah. You know? you, because we've done what we've learned versus done what we've
0: experienced. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah I think about that. you know I just think about we're no yo- we're no longer the younger generations we're that generation and
1: for me, it felt like a a, a- a much added weight of not just responsibility next, but responsibility yeah i felt
0: that too yeah yeah
1: yeah for me it was very much that like i have no one to turn to anymore yeah you know i have no uh, mother figure or father figure that i can right no word to or you know have make a decision for me yeah you know any of that or talk
0: to them and have them help guide you right there's no older
2: and wiser you are the older and wiser now
0: right and i haven't really had that for a long time anyway because i didn't have that type of relationship right but it was available if i'd want if i had needed it just knowing it
1: that's the thing and i think i think that you know what Ed just said, the older and wiser generation. Yeah. There's a part of that there.
0: Yes. It's because
1: I don't feel wise. <laughs> right? I don't feel old. No, but I my, bet they didn't either. They right. didn't.
0: My dad used to say that we'd sit under the um, willow tree in the swing and he'd be like, Yeah, oh, I can't believe I'm in my sixties. Up here in my head, I feel twenty. Yeah. 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 You know, my body doesn't, but yeah. my head does. <clears throat> And he would always talk about how fast it went. And, yeah, he didn't feel. Yeah, you never, I don't think you ever feel prepared. Yeah.
1: But at the same time, in your, in in our, in everyone's mind, I think, to a degree, we put our parents on this
2: pedestal you know they're yeah. never gonna and, die they're never gonna go away well they're, it's not
1: you know. just that it's that they are superior and experiencing life yes because they've around yeah. longer yep yeah. so right. you see you know and you see them that way but in reality they're just like we are yeah right. getting through you know living through yeah. life and and there isn't this like different level of experience you know they've had more time but you might have had different experiences that they didn't have and you know i mean there's it's all this this just kind of getting through but i think we look at them as something that we want to achieve in a degree right like you know if you're 80 and i'm 40 then you've got forty years on me, so of course you know a lot more than I do. Well, right? Maybe they do. Yeah. Maybe they don't. Maybe they know it about one thing, but, but not, not, not another. another. Yeah. You know what right. I mean? Look at all those emotionally retarded eighty-year-olds out there.
0: It's just me and my cousins and my siblings. It's like, right? We. It's weird. It's just really. It's weird. Yeah. And,
2: and are you the oldest of all of them? Or is no. there? No. Okay. No. So, so, so deal you, 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 you don't have to deal with that. At least, I mean, like in my in my family, that's a deal.
0: But yeah, I'm still the one that that you know, if, if you're going through something, I I'll be there for you. You don't have to fare that alone. Where there's not a lot of that in my family. People go, "Oh, you're going through something." That makes me uncomfortable. Please leave. Right. <laughs> that's my family. You know yeah. what I mean? So. Yeah. So yeah, even though I'm not the oldest, there is that. Um, Almost like that parental role. Right. So have you helped yourself? Have you found
1: any way to help yourself with kind of coping with all of the the added pressure?
0: <laughs> yeah, of being the oldest generation now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I actually... Um, I mean, what you guys both laughed,
1: but whether yeah. the pressure is perceived or real, is, you know, that doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, right. You absolutely. have perceived pressure. Absolutely. So how are you handling that?
0: Well, there's so many things that have been swirling around all at once this week. I've just been trying to let them, if that makes sense. So... So allowing your allowing. things allowing my feelings
1: your feelings oh okay. so yeah cause this is still very fresh for it's, you yeah
0: she died last Monday yeah you know just not you know I mean we're not a full seven days right into it yet so um yeah I just have allowed myself to feel sad and embrace that she's you know she was a part of my life and she's gone
2: yeah
0: and, it, and allowed that feeling Good. and as it reminded me of taking care of Bruce and taking care of mom and taking care of dad. And even my brother, when he died, I couldn't be with him, but we were on the phone with hospice every day. I just allow those feelings.
1: Good. So it's letting you get even older stuff out.
0: Yeah, I'm just allowing the feelings. And then these random thoughts that come in, Mm. I just let them roll around and I play them out. So you know i'm like oh i'm the oldest generation now and then i picture myself at 80 you know cuz i feel like i'm going to live that long All i really white and do
2: 120 i'm saying
0: you know so and then i just i kind of like you know i got plenty of time yeah got another 30 years at least you know 29 at least um so i just let the the thoughts kind of roll around in my head Wow. Well. So, that's a lot to work with. Yeah, I've just been allowing stuff to float around.
1: And it must feel good to be able to not have to hold it all
0: somewhere. Yeah, it really does because that's what I used to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Straighten the back up, chin up, yeah. feet in the ground. And that takes a lot of energy. It's, it is. It's, it's exhausting. But it's exhausting to allow it, too. I think there's something about death that's tiring. No matter how you roll with it, I think. Yeah. Die, die, die. It's time to strap in for
1: this week's Deep Dive. So I have been back to reading. I'm Ooh. back to about a book a week right now. Oh, nice. So I, um, I went through this book a few weeks ago... Uh, and I don't know. I don't think I mentioned it on the podcast. I think I might have mentioned it to Ed and Lori. But it's called The Fourth Turning. Yes. Oh, my God. Okay. And <laughs> this book was amazing. It And basically what it does is it takes time and it takes it out of a linear fashion. So if you think of like a progression over time, you know, you'd think of a line and then a little bar going up and up and up and up and up, right? And that's how we've been taught to see things mm-hmm. is that, you know, you progress over time right Later. That's It's the big thing. So what this guy advocates for is cyclical thinking of time. Mm-hmm. And then he actually goes through these four archetypes of generations and plays out how they repeat. And there's actually even like a timeline for this. Yep. So, um, Like he predicted things like people storming the Capitol Mm -hmm. and, you know, parties breaking as far as political parties, um, you know, uh, civil unrest, Mm -hmm. um, you know, potentially like civil war, you know, like all of these things. And he's like, this is this time frame is the time frame that that's going to happen in. Uh uh-huh. and it's happening and yeah. this guy wrote this book in 1997 like he was able to go back through years of education and research and follow i think from like the 1600s forward different cultures and religions and populations and then that turned to uh generations you know and how they've repeated this cycle uh-huh. over and over and over and over again and we're not necessarily learning anything from these except a more evolved way to do it the next time right around. right yeah which is really how yeah. i think of myself right like i i think of myself in that sort of spiral pattern versus a linear pattern you know like i go through these lifetimes and that's just the spiral and you know each time i'm working on the same things but just in a different hue a different light um so yeah that was it's been it, it was an amazing book to read i highly
2: recommend it uh, the Fourth Turning. So I've started it. Did you? Did you? I, I know did. You, you about downloaded
0: it. it that day, I right? Down,
2: right. When we talked, I downloaded it that night, and I brought, uh, or that no, it was that you day before right I left there. here. Yeah. You said
0: he read it, and you were like, bam, downloaded. Yeah. And <laughs> I brought
2: Lori home, and then I listened to it all the way back, which, yeah. you know, yeah. she lives about an hour away, so I listened to the first chapter and a little bit more. And I mean, holy shit. Yeah. So for me when i was younger i used to perceive be able to perceive this overall pattern but this book is is part of that pattern like once i've i, I listening to it it was like listening to myself really think about it and i was like holy fuck so all of these patterns take the place of a uh, over the course of a long life which is about 90 to 100 years yeah. so each each archetype is about 20 to 25 years yeah. and it's I mean craziness and I'm just a chapter in so I also highly recommend the book just for that no it's it's super insightful and just hearing how you know
1: other cultures as well as ours in the early years of the country really handled these issues Mm -hmm. and how technology has enhanced some of them and you know just it's just amazing i would highly recommend it if you want to understand people if you want to understand the times we're in yeah you know and you don't want to be afraid of them and you don't want to be cautious about them and you know these all of these inner behaviors this is a way to educate yourself In a positive way about it. Yeah, because there's not
2: a lot of fear involved. There's
1: nothing like that from what I've experienced so far. Yeah, there's none. There's none. And it's just information. It's really good information. Most of it's historical. Um, And just, it's really nice how it kind of progresses, you know, through that without putting any of that kind of fear Mm -hmm. stuff in there. But, I mean, they're talking about, you know, Civil War. Yeah. Yep. Which,
0: you know, it's scary. My parents... Grew up, my parents were born in the 30s, and so their uh, formative years were in the 40s, you know, as right. as they remember the 40s very well. And we listened, growing myself growing up, all of us kids in the family, we listened to a lot of their experiences as children growing up in the 40s. I mean, it's crazy. You know, uh, the grain sacks, you know, rolling up the grain sacks, yep. and... Just there's so much to that and what was going on around them and you know, women not having a lot of rights and just so much. And I remember years ago, I had this willow tree on my lawn at the time and a swing. This is in the 90s. My dad and I would sit under that willow tree and we'd just talk and swing. My father predicted then a lot of the stuff we're seeing now. So it's really interesting for me. Thinking back to us sitting under the swing on those nice warm days and the things that he would talk about and he would say, you know, maybe in your lifetime, but definitely in Mike's and here it is. Yep. It's just, you know, and my parents would be 85 now. So that would be 86. A, that, would be that would be close to that long yeah, lifespan. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: The other thing that I like that you, you mentioned is like, that's the way you live your life. That cyclical yeah. thought pattern. Yeah. I'm a huge proponent of the microcosm versus macrocosm dynamic where we you look at like something that's going on in the world and for and and as that happens you can then look at yourself and see it going on in yourself or you can use yourself and your own experience to visualize and and find meaning and yeah. and and from the world. So that's another piece of that that book which Is again? I'm only a chapter in.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I'm. You're enjoying it already. I'm this
2: excited. Like I, I almost didn't want to stop driving because I just wanted to listen to it all. But then I also had to go to bed, so you know that was a thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: No, I mean it's a. It's, it's been very reassuring, honestly. Yeah. I mean to know that this is just a portion in time. Yeah. You know this is not the end-all, be-all. This is not, you know, as catastrophic as people think it is. And even if it is, it really isn't. Because it's just a you know form I mean? of evolution. It's, well, it's just, yeah. I mean, it's just part of the cycle. Yeah. Um. And honestly, I mean, I, I think in comparison to, like, the other archetypes, I'm happy with where I am in the cycle. I thought that, too, you know, actually. because yeah. things are changing. And I like that. I enjoy that things are changing and that there's you know, so many different perspectives out there that are being acted on all at the same time. That's something that, I mean, it's dangerous. It's definitely harmful in a lot of ways, but I also I also can enjoy the complexity in it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because everybody thinks they're doing the right thing. Right. So... If I were, you know, in one of these other generations where, you know, everybody just punches a clock and goes home and they're happy with their lives and that's all there is to life, then I think I'd be bored out of my mind.
2: Right. You know what I mean? Well, you'd be you'd be the predecessor to the the to one of the other, uh, you know, archetypes. You right? Know, yeah, the thing. yeah,
1: exactly. And I don't know that that would be as fun. No. I mean, and the one that I'm in can be scary sometimes. Yeah. I mean, very scary sometimes. But at the same time, which would I rather have? I think I'd rather have this.
2: I really do. I I think that it because of the tumultuousness of this archetype that we're currently in, um, which I think he said is should end around 2025 before it enters yep. the new new yep. new Every, space.
0: That's, that's pretty much the prediction, yeah. yeah.
2: so yep. but I think that it's easier to break out as opposed to like if we were in in the where everybody punches the clock and, and that settled time, yeah. we we would have such a much harder time breaking out. Because there's that whole nurture versus nature thing. Well, yeah, we'd be brought goal up is into to it.
1: Not well, that's it. In that generation, you know? the goal is to not break out. Right. The goal is to just do everything status quo and try to, you know, Keep be a good the neighbor. Same. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's the peaceful time. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, and I'm I'm just barely, but I'm I am in the generation of the.
2: The fourth. I'm in the fourth turning generation. Yeah. So exciting! I can't yeah. wait to finish the book. And yeah. uh, Laurie, we're gonna have to get you a, you know, copy or, or listen yeah. or something. Cause... Well,
0: I have my own um, insight into this as well. Like I keep having a feeling. My intuition mm-hmm. is, yeah, uh, it's gonna be a try in the next four or five years. My intuition is that it's gonna be a good spring. I felt that last year too, and it turned out to be a really nice spring. So I'm looking forward to a good spring. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's something positive, you know, something positive is going to be happening in the spring. Um, but my belief system is that I believe fully that we're in a time of change, and that it's to is positive change. I do, I do believe that. I mean every fiber of my being is we're moving into a healing time so i believe we're seeing the chaos and some resistance and but i really what i focus on is seeing the world in my mind's eye i guess is you know seeing it in that place of better right
2: up
0: for this segment of Off the Rails. So, the next set of laws. <laughs> I don't know that you can outdo that 30-minute cum story, but sex we'll Sex laws.
2: Oh, sex laws. I had to pull the mic closer for that one. <laughs> There's <are> sex laws.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, in Arizona, it is illegal to promote the use of... Or own more than six dildos.
0: Okay. Why? I don't know. Why can't you own more than six dildos? I don't know. It should be a Because you should not have more than have.
2: one a day for more than a week. Like the, the, the no one needs that many dildos. I Who said? I don't know. I, I was kidding. I don't oh, okay. know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so I have an iPhone. I've had an iPhone for probably the last
1: I don't know, since the iPhone four came out. Right. So I think it's probably at least ten years. So on my iPhone somewhere, because you never lose the photos, they're always somewhere there. You know, right? Yeah, yeah. Go so far back, you'll never find them. But on my iPhone somewhere is a picture of a black bag in a trash can, full of fisting like fake fists yep. uh-huh. and dildos and um, silicone vaginas, and like it had everything. Oh there. my it had goodness! Pumps in there. Wow! And somebody apparently just. Didn't want somebody to know they had it anymore. And And they threw it away. To the local car wash.
0: What? (laughs) Oh my
1: God. Threw it away in the dumpster. So here I am, you know, trying to throw like my Burger King stuff in there. And I look down and there's a
0: fist. Oh my God.
1: So, of course, I have to explore,
0: so, <laughs>
1: because, because I also work in an industry where you need gloves from time to time. I happen to have some gloves nice. with me, so I unzipped <laughs> the Continued. bag, I opened it just a tiny... And then I started taking photos of all the no, different. Oh, my yeah, God. So, yeah. was it a car wash on top That's of everything? An oh, yeah, no. It was, it oh was, a, it was a large black bag. It probably had, I don't know, probably around six or seven things in there. I mean, just. It wow. was. Uh, yeah. It's borderline illegal in Arizona. Well, <laughs> right?
0: I just don't Maybe understand. Maybe they were running from the
1: cops and getting rid of the evidence. Well, that stuff's expensive. <laughs> I
0: know. It's very expensive. And then just expensive. to
1: dump it at a car yeah. wash? I mean, he probably had probably three five hundred dollars in that bag right. worth of sex toys
2: right yeah holy crap
0: yeah and like i say if he,
2: he i'm assuming it's a he i think because so there was a vagina and, and penis stuff. pump in there too so yeah yeah, yeah. that's wow that's who know- wow
0: but who knows really i mean like yeah, i mean right. maybe really they got a,
1: a boyfriend or a girlfriend and the, they decided that they didn't want them to know they had all this stuff well, right. maybe they
0: decided to get fresh toys together Let's, that's true. Let's throw yeah. away the stuff I let's used not with the, use the old one. with
2: the other 20 people.
1: Right. right? Exactly. I think right. that's a
0: good idea. However,
2: if that's the case, then they probably would not have thrown it away in, you know... Yeah, he probably would have felt comfortable to just throw it in his trash can. Right. Yeah. Although, could you Unless imagine you if the You tr- don't
0: want
1: the trash people to know. Or yeah. the nosy next door neighbor.
0: Or the neighbor. Yeah. Or maybe your children. <laughs> right? Maybe your children right. go through your trash.
1: If I happen to see it, I'm going to reach for my gloves
0: <laughs> and, and the I'm open
1: it up a little bit.
0: <laughs> and take pictures. And take
1: photos. Yeah. Oh,
2: my goodness. And then show gracious. all the
0: neighbors, you know, yeah. at the Fourth of July. Right. Yeah.
2: Right. Barbecue. So this one makes sense, but it's still I thought it was absolutely hysterical that you have to write a law about it or you know whatever. So animals are banned from mating publicly within fifteen hundred feet of a tavern. That one doesn't make sense. A school, okay, or a place of worship in California.
1: Well, what the fuck are you gonna do to the animal? Are you gonna put it in jail? Uh, well, I don't. Are know. you gonna Are you gonna fine it? How is it? How how's a deer going to pay a fine?
2: Right yeah. I, I I don't I don't
1: I don't know. I mean, you know, a doe and a That's buck come with a <laughs> school and they get really excited and you know, things happen, and so that's an educa- It's a biology
2: class. Yeah. For Christ's sake.
0: <laughs> I wonder know? if like that came about because people's farm animals were. Or like, well, I would imagine loaves. it's a farm animal,
2: right? And now. because yeah. of the tavern idea, I'm yeah. thinking it probably has to do with like horses mostly. You know, yeah. Like, you know, if you yeah,
0: because you got to be really oh, careful. Oh yeah, you can tie get them hurt. up outside,
2: right? And they might get a little frisky, right? right. Absolutely. So yep. that's the only thing I could think of. But I was like, well, uh, uh, you know, yeah. Uh, well,
1: there's a whole thing currently. I mean, there there's a real issue with farm animals and people complaining about them having sex, people complaining about them smelling bad, people complaining that they're too noisy. Oh, my God. And people. those three things have become a real issue in some farming towns that's, where that's you true. have your farm that's been there for you know, 100 frickin' years. Yeah. Right. And you get this person that builds a little chateau next door, and all of a sudden, they don't like the sound of the cows. like Right. so fucking know.
0: bad. That's what and I said. And then there's
1: this whole town meeting, and, like, this is, this is... There's a town right near us that this has happened at with a very specific gentleman who... The town wants out of there yeah so they're taking all of these things that they wouldn't take seriously at any other farm in the town right seriously and trying to get this guy out of the town oh wow
0: wow mean 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 and i love cows it's too bad those cows just didn't just bulldoze right over right right <sighs> give them a good kick <laughs> they'd think so about the time they did get kicked absolutely
2: by so i've got two more now that we've talked about cows okay In Florida, it is illegal to have sexual relations with a porcupine.
0: And it should be.
2: Yeah, Jason. The look on your face right there was like I am well, I, just w- trying. I, I mean, were you could try to yeah. justify I, this, I, as Lori says. You know, sometimes you have visualizations.
1: Yeah, and I'm trying to
2: visualize how you how would, would grasp happen?
1: onto the actual animal, right, without hurting yourself. And
2: I, I, yeah, I, I mean, I the only
1: place do... a porcupine is even remotely underbelly. soft is the underbelly, right? So you'd have to be holding it like. By the underbelly to get any kind I, of access to the uh, rear of it.
2: Poor, I didn't even go that powerful. far. I You'd just ripped the like, thing why, open. why would you? Why would you even think to have? And and, and what, <laughs> If you didn't learn the first time, why would you need a lot to tell you this?
1: Exactly right. <laughs> once you've done that once, you would think that you wouldn't go back for seconds.
2: <laughs> right? It's kind of weird. I think because yeah, your your balls would be rubbing on the quills of its tail. Good lord! I just, I mean, I don't because people are fucked up. See, they really fucked are. Up. That is some weird fucking fetish right there. That's I awful. won't yuck on your yum, but uh, yeah, when it awful. comes to hurting other animals, other creatures, yeah. it's definitely
0: y- yeah. yuckable. Again, mean, I just don't you even understand to be locked up for that kind of shit. I think but. So, uh,
1: you know. I can I can understand conceptually, you know. Like the the sheep farmer, you know, like from okay. way back in the day. That's out in the field with the sheep most of their life, probably never sees much of anything <laughs> right? else. And, you know, they've got this big flappy, flappy skin in the back. And, you know, I mean, I could see them getting a little excited oh, as a teenage boy out there tending those sheep. Okay? Fair. I can see that. I mean people stick it in watermelons and trees and i mean it you know i mean you've you got a lot of different options out there right good right. god yeah so oh, god. i mean as a you know a young boy sheep herding you know being out there with them forever but like in today's world where we're driving around on four-wheelers hurting them right yeah no i don't see that i don't see that um as being anything that you'd get desperate enough to do. See, the other situation, there's a level of desperation there. Right, right. And a lot of hormones.
2: Right, well, a lot of hormones.
1: Again, so, you know, yeah. poor Lori. Uh, yeah, yeah <laughs> we're, we're just all staring at Lori as she kind of like... yeah, She's trying to wrap her head herself. around all of this. See,
0: yeah. Well, well Lori's see, never
1: had a penis. Right. That's true. And she's never been a testosterone-filled boy.
0: Right, and I love animals and... Well, they do, too. Just did. Oh. <laughs> just, 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 yeah. And I just like, yeah, I just slapped the shit out of anybody that even thought they were going to get near my animals in that way. So, yeah, it's just, well, my stomach's a little sick feeling right now. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, so on to the next one. <laughs> oh, the, the,
2: the last one, and again, is very odd for me, uh, but Nevada has outlawed sex toys. Nevada? I
0: don't understand. That's what
2: I just... uh, That's what I thought, too, because I'm like, in in parts of Nevada... In
1: Nevada, it's not just parts of Nevada. Prostitution is legal in Nevada. Oh, I thought it was just just
2: in parts no, of. Oh, the whole no, thing. it's not so, just.
1: Yeah, no. The the big sex ranches that they always have
2: yeah. on TV and advertised. Yeah. Those are like off in the deserts of Nevada. So yeah. so the thing is, is that I'm guessing that the sex worker industry probably lobbied the government to get rid of sex toys. So that they, I mean, I'd the only thing I can think of. Yeah, well, I don't understand why sex toys. I've seen that bunny ranch show, and they use sex toys right in that prostitute
1: uh,
0: parlor.
2: Apparently, it's illegal. I didn't even know that there was a bunny ranch show, but sure.
0: I yeah. wonder why these things are illegal. Like, I, I just I don't can't know. wrap my head around what. And what do you care if I'm not doing anything to anybody or anything except for myself with my right. dildos? How, <laughs> what do you care? Oh,
1: I think I just figured it out. What? Maybe they don't want sex shops.
0: Oh, maybe it has nothing that might to do
1: with, oh, with the, the toys. actual sex toys. Maybe they don't want sex shops
0: because they're afraid that that will draw right, right, unsavory. right. Everybody thinks that sex
1: shops are like the worst place in the world. CDC yeah, it's, voices. It's not that a could pe- be, it's not a
0: peep show. It's a, it's a, right, it's a store. It's a store right. where you go in and you buy stuff, right, and then you leave, you take it home.
2: Some of them are like that, yeah.
0: and you do whatever you want, yeah, with yeah. your stuff.
2: Unless you're in Nevada or in places in Arizona,
0: very interesting. This is yeah. Very that's the only thing I can guess is yeah.
2: They they don't want the shops that sell. The
0: yeah, and it doesn't give a reason on the. I, I I didn't find we a reason. We have got for that one. to delve into why these couple of these laws were right. made. What do they have against pegging? Because I want to know. Right. Because <laughs> I want to know. Time
1: on blue laws. <laughs> 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 hope you enjoyed the show today remember you can always reach out to us through our facebook page at stumbling through enlightenment follow us on twitter at stumbling t-h-r-o-u 2 go to our website to check out more episodes and information about us personally that is stumbling through Squarespace dot com. You can also reach out to us directly at stumblingthroughenlightenment at gmail That's it for today. Have a great week.